It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, what's up, what's up? Back at it. Another Golden Gopher postcast episode right here on the Lockdown Sports Minnesota Network. You got myself, Luke Inman, at Luke underscore Spinman. Joining me, as always, we got Kane Robb, host of the Lockdown Gophers podcast, at Gophers Kane Robb. And then, of course, we got the legend, Gophers Hall of Famer Ron Johnson, host of the Ron Johnson Show. Follow him on X if you haven't already, at 3 Ron Johnson. All right, plenty to discuss here and break down in the Gophers' third victory of the season. But before we do that, quick reminder, this postcast episode brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with five life-saving antibiotics to treat over 50 types of infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical. Com. All right, fellas, let's dive into this Gophers 35-24 victory over the Cajuns, a game they desperately needed coming off last week's brutal loss for Northwestern. Probably not enough time here to go play-by-play and drive-by-drive, but Ron, let's just start with your knee-jerk reaction to the Gophers coming out on homecoming day, needing a win after last week's just gut punch, and knowing they'd probably have to go to work without their biggest offensive spark in freshman phenom, Darius Taylor. He was out with a leg injury. Uh, quick takeaways from today, Ron. Uh, well, I mean, they got the victory, so that's the first thing. When you walk away with a win, I think that's the biggest key. Whether you win by one or 100, you always take the victory. Second, the start was a little bit uh, concerning when you look at the quarterback and trying to contain him. P.J. Flex that they knew. They had to stop the run, but he was getting way too many big runs early. Eventually, as the game went on, you saw the running backs and the offensive line start to impose their dominance. Uh, You saw a couple turnovers as well from the quarterback. But all in all, a win. But if this is a team that's a little bit better in Louisiana and they have a running quarterback like this, the Gophers probably are in a closer dogfight towards the end. And and so you can't do that. And then lastly, I think Ethan Kalligmanis, as well as Cole Kramer, it feels like at times they're trying to force the game and trying to make it happen versus just playing the game. Like Cole Kramer on that fourth and one, I felt like should have handed it off. And then, or third one, maybe it was, I think fourth one, I'm not sure. And then you look at uh, Ethan Kalik, man, it's that deep ball. Sometimes it's just not there. So if it's not there, just take what you can get, punt, move on to the next play. Yeah, a lot of good points there. I do want to dive in a little bit more on Ethan in that quarterback play. I'm glad you brought that up. But Kane, all week, I mean, you heard P.J. Flett talk about the mental factor, right? Bouncing back and how that was got to be more important than just the physical components to today's game. But what did you see in regards to that, that aspect today, their ability to bounce back after last week, all the adversity, all the turmoil that came along with it, knowing their psyche was probably in serious limbo. Just how bad did they need today? I think they needed it big time. And the thing that kind of had me nervous in that first half is it didn't look like they had as much confidence, especially in the defensive side of ball. It looked like there were some openings that were missed by that quarterback and they could have had some more big plays, but they came back out in that second half after giving 211 yards in the first half. In the third quarter, up through like the first five minutes of the fourth quarter, Louisiana only had like 60 total yards. So they responded in a big way. Tyler Newbin got some swagger back and got another interception. I feel like as long as the defense plays with confidence and plays with discipline that's when things start to click but when things get lackadaisical or when openings come open uh we've seen teams really attack that so i think overall it is big on responding not only on the field but with the energy that you're bringing to the game in every aspect of the game yeah no a lot of good points there and ron i mean if you knew only one thing about this cajuns team you knew their offense 
was the identity. They've been red mm-hmm. hot coming in, averaging almost 40 points per game. They got the new young quarterback, Zeon Chris, who was going to put a lot of pressure on the defense. But talk about Joe Rossi's ability to recognize what they were doing wasn't working in the first half and make the right adjustments in the second half, start dialing up those blitzes, which turned into, like you mentioned, Kane, two huge turnover interceptions. Yeah, I think the biggest key is understanding the rush lanes. And, and honestly, Northwestern beat them the same way. When you rush past the quarterback, it, it's not the way you do it. And P.J. said this before. He wants the guys to rush to a certain spot, knowing you're at the quarterback level. And then you you push in and basically you make that pocket tighter and tighter. Well, they were giving them and they were giving way too many run lanes. Also, they were literally just dialing up quarterback draws. Like they yeah. would do a bunch of stuff to make you think it's fast. And it was just a quarterback draw. And so hats off to Louisiana. Like the play calling and the concept was awesome because if you bring in three receivers, a tight end, you motion a running back, everybody in the stadium's thinking pass. He draws back to pass. And then it's just a design run play with the lead blocker and the running back or the tight end. And so they were doing a good job of that. I think Joe Rossi, what he finally realized is, hey, one of these linebackers or the safety, Jack Henderson, or somebody has to be a spy and kind of keep their eye on the quarterback. And they started doing that a little bit more in the second half. Yeah, Kane, kind of same question. I mean, it just hasn't been one thing with the defense. That was so frustrating coming in. Last year, top 10 defense in the country on third downs. They were also top 10 in plays of 10 yards or more as well. Entering today, though, this season, man, nearly 60% conversion rate opposing offenses had against the Gophers defense, along with too many chunk plays as well. So Cajuns go 5 of 11 on third down today. I'll ask you as well, what did you see from the defense today specifically that worked so much better than it has in weeks past, only in allowing 24 points to this? Again, pretty electric offense. Yeah, I think overall in the second half, you saw a lot more pressures getting through and creating problems for the quarterback, making him maybe take shots that he didn't want to take or just wasn't throwing good passes from there. But there was a good string in there where Richter had a big uh, pressure through there. Then the next play, they sent five, and the quarterback threw a good uh, good long ball. They got up, got a first down. But then the next couple plays, Anthony Smith got in for a stop for no gain. Chris Collins dialed up some pressure, turned into a third and incompletion. So I think there was a lot of more pressure from the D line in that second half that helped kind of take some of the pressure off of the secondary in that second half and slow the team down. Yeah, great points there. I want to keep diving into this one, but first, quick reminder, this episode, it's brought to you by Jace Medical. Life throws plenty of curveballs at us. That's why the Jace case is out there providing you with five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, giving you the peace of mind. You got access to the right medication on hand whenever you need it with the Jace case. Jace case is simple. They handle everything from the entire evaluation process. Plus, they got licensed pharmacy medication delivery to your doorstep, along with the consultations and care when you need it. Save over $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. Plus, save an additional $20 when you use the code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On at checkout over at jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E medical.com. Use the promo code locked on for the peace of mind when you need it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. 
All right, Ron, you kind of touched on this one, but talk to me about this young quarterback, Cali Manis, what you've seen from him thus far. It feels like they're making a conservative effort to really try to make things as easy as possible for him. What's the report card look like, though, for for Ethan? Now, through five games, has he flashed enough for your liking? He hasn't, honestly. Like, I think the ceiling is really high for him. And so I, and I say this in a positive way. I don't think we've seen the best that this kid can play. Like, we're, we're seeing a lot of, uh, like you said, conservative plays. I do like the third and short uh, where they ran the touchdown to Dane Jackson. It was literally just a, a zone read. He read the, the front side backer, the front side defender. That guy crashed down. He has a throw right behind him. If we go back a couple years ago, that's the same exact touchdown that Tanner Morgan threw to uh, Rashad Bateman against Purdue. That's the same exact touchdown he threw against Penn State. Like, they've run that before. And so the good thing is they're starting to incorporate that back because we honestly, through the first couple games, had not seen a zone read with a slant behind it, and we finally saw it today. So I think they're honestly spoon-feeding the offense, Ethan Kalik Manis, a little bit. They don't want to put too much on them. But on, the other part about Ethan Kalik Manis to me is his trust in Brevin Span Ford. And so that's what I'm trying to figure out is when is he going to start to throw it to him more because he's missing uh, his usage, I guess you'll say. Because on the pregame show, I picked Daniel Jackson as my X factor because I felt like he's going to be the guy because it hasn't been Brevin. But Ethan Kellick Manis has trust in Corey Crooms. He has trust in Brevin or in, uh, in Daniel Jackson. I don't feel like he has it in Brevin Span for just yet. Like he, he knows he's there, but he hasn't. And whether it's not called or what, but it, it's something missing there. But Ethan Kellick Manis overall – his ceiling is high, and we haven't seen the best of him yet, which is scary because he's really good right now. Like, his arm talent is there. It, yes. Hey, second quarter, Gophers fourth and one near the stripe. They call that tush push. Cali McManus <laughs> scores his second rushing touchdown of the year. We saw them do that multiple times to convert on these short yardage situations. Uh, Ron, last one about Ethan. We see it all the time with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles with that rugby style of play. Could this be something that gets cemented into the playbook now moving forward? Just knowing they got this monster offensive line to run behind. What do you think, Kane? Um, I think it definitely could be something, especially because they haven't seen much success in that short yardage run game with Bryce Williams and with Sean Tyler. We haven't seen Zach Evans get those opportunities. Obviously, this was his first kind of coming out game of the season. And Darius Taylor was that guy for them these last few games. So it was nice to see them incorporate that and see it convert so many times. I believe they converted on it like eight different times. I'm not even sure wow. if they had an ink, if they didn't convert on one of them. So it was nice. They clearly tapped into that Eagles film room these last few weeks to watch that tush push happen and get it down. But I wouldn't be surprised if maybe next week in a Michigan game, they're going to look for a way to stop that. And maybe you find a way to sneak out a toss in there or a breakout wide receiver in there in the future. If teams are really going to scheme for it. So it'll be interesting to see if they can use some creative usage with it. Kane, let me ask you this as well. Just the last follow-up here on this passing game, Lameke Brockington, he was rolled up. Had to go on the cart, second quarter. You never want to see injuries like that happen to anyone, obviously. But he's been described as kind of a, a locker room favorite for sure. So between him and then no Ottman Bell today, did that change anything for the Gophers passing game or even just the offense as a whole that you saw adjustment-wise from last week or earlier in the year to today they were forced to make? Or what's your confidence level in this passing game when they need some splash plays, some chunk plays downfield? 
I think overall it just really hurt the depth of that room. Yeah. Uh, Chris Amon-Bell just not being able to go today. And then Lamecki Brockington was kind of more of that explosive play threat. He was the one who you see, especially in the fall practices and whatnot, we saw him with the long deep shots. So that kind of takes that element away or it makes somebody else step up in that front. So we'll see how they respond or if more usage comes from maybe some younger guys moving forward or how they'll address that injury. Hey, this is why I love bringing Ron Johnson on this show because his Rolodex is as big as the phone book, man. Look at who he's brought in today. Special guest, another Gophers legend. It's Daryl Thompson. You can hear him on Gopher Football Weekly with Mike Graham and PJ Fleck. More weeks than not. Follow him on X, by the way, at D Thompson MN. Uh, Daryl, just real quick, now that you jumped in, just your overall thoughts, your knee jerk reaction on today's win the Gophers desperately needed. No, I mean, it's a win that we, we desperately need. It's also, you know, something that we expected. I was a little bit concerned on that very first drive when uh, Louisiana went down and felt like I was like, oh, this is just not good. We can't contain their quarterback. But as the game went on, our running back stepped up, our quarterback stepped up, and our defense made the adjustments that needed to be made, and we were able to get the victory. And, uh, you know, and salted away. I got a little bit concerned with that long run, too, after last week's uh, debacle in uh in uh in chicago so uh, but overall you know i'm happy with the win and uh anytime we get a w it's uh it's a good sense yeah and and you know what i gotta bring this up you were the first big 10 running back to rush for over a thousand yards as a freshman and sophomore back in 86 and 87 i bring that up because darius taylor the freshman phenom has been such a huge spark for this team as of late obviously doesn't suit up today with that leg injury i'm curious about this a just your thoughts on the impact he's had and what he does for this offense B, just how rare is it to see a freshman come in and make a type of impact like he has? And then C, finally, just your quick two cents on the NIL, everything that was made this week about him and P.J. Flex saying he won't be uh, around too long unless they find some funds to pay that man his money next year. So is that two cents you want or 60 cents? That's 68 cents. All said you, want, you want a lot of, you want a lot of, you my, my, just my, my take on uh, Darius is he's phenomenal. Great, great running back, great athlete, probably just, being maybe a few too many carries. I mean, that's part of the reason he's not, you know, playing today because he's got he's got beat up a little bit. But he'll be back and he'll be he'll be successful and most likely have you know at least a thousand yards, probably even more than that. And my thoughts around NIL is NIL is that we name image likeness to say it correctly is that we got to wrap our arms around it, wrap our mind around it, and get used to it. If you're a ten dollar person, a hundred dollar person, or a hundred thousand dollar person, if we want to. Um, have the team we want to have on the field and we need to engage in it, embrace it, and just realize it's just part of uh, modern day life, just like a, a cell phone and a Zoom call is after the game. Yeah, a lot of good points there. Glad we could touch on that. I want to break down the remaining schedule here coming up. But first, quick reminder, this episode's also brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook and official sportsbook partner of the MLB. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place just a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, no matter what, win or lose, when you place your first bet of $5. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on all the action. The app, it's so easy to use. They got everything you need, money lines, parlays, prop bets, you name it, they got it. Go check out FanDuel right now, FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on today. America's number one sportsbook and official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Okay, Ron, Gophers sitting at three and two now. They got Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State, bang, bang, bang. Uh, when you look at the remaining schedule, what's your realistic predictions? What's your feelings how this team could look by season's end? What do they got to do from here on out? Uh, well, honestly, I'm going to take the P.J. Fleck approach. It's the, it's the one and one or 0 and one, whatever, one and all championship season for Michigan. Like, this is the 0 and all championship season for Michigan now. We, we beat Louisiana. Uh, I'm not going to look ahead myself because it depends on what they look like versus Michigan. Michigan is one of those games where if you're, uh, I'm going to use a batting or a baseball perspective. If you go into a, to a, a batting cage and you swing at 100 mile an hour pitches and then you turn around and swing at an 80 mile an hour pitch a week later, you're going to be way better because you were challenged. So the Gophers are going to get challenged. They're going to play a tough team in Michigan who's number two in the country. Michigan's about the boat race their next opponent. We know that today. Um, but then when you look at what the Gophers could do following that Michigan State, Purdue, Illinois, I, I feel like this is definitely a bowl-bound team, but it's which team shows up. If the team that showed up in the first half of this game shows up in any of these games, good luck. If, it, if the second-half team that kind of got a handle on it and the run game took hold, uh, the game that the team that showed up in the first half of the Northwestern game or the first three quarters, if they show up, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, Daryl, same question. Just what's the rest of the season outlook like with this gauntlet of a schedule now knowing even with the win today, the room for error is still so small. Did you see enough today to feel good about the momentum of this team? I feel pretty good about the momentum. I think it also depends on if we can get Darius back, if we can keep you know everyone else healthy, getting Cody Lindenberg would help us as well. But if we're fundamentally sound, I think we've got a shot. So Michigan's not a a high-powered throw-the-ball over place, but they're fundamentally sound. They're very strong, and they got a quarterback that's nifty and, uh, you know, kind of difficult to, to wrap their arms around. So that's the – to me, that's obviously it's, – it's a one-week season, but I do those – the next two games are are critical, very, very critical to us. Yeah, no doubt. All right, before we wrap up and get out of here, I want everybody's player of the game or maybe the biggest turning point, the biggest play of the game from today's 35-24 victory. Let's start with you, Kane. Player of the game or biggest turning point that you saw today? Um, I'd say I'll, I'll lock in with the Jack Henderson interception. I think that one really helped swing it in the Gophers' favor and start to allow them to add to the score and then give them the, the room, the wiggle room, to finish this one. So the pressure from Anthony Smith helped Jack Henderson jump into that interception and gave the ball back to the Gophers, so that'd be my pick. Ron, player of the game, play of the game, biggest turning point. What do you got? Oh, Ron might be frozen. Daryl, let's give you the last word. What do you got? Player of the game, biggest play, turning point. What do you think today? Well, I'm going to go, um, you know, being a running back, I'm going to go at the back. You know, Zach Evans is a tremendous um, surprise for us today. I mean, I think we've seen it in practicing in the spring game, but for him to get some live action in the game, break some tackles, make some plays, make a big deal, made a big difference. 
Yeah, well said, guys. And great stuff, as always, by the way. Gophers come back strong, win this one 35-24 versus Louisiana. Get back on track in a kind of get-right game. Kane Robb, Locked On Gophers host. Check out his full deep dive and reaction coming out in the next few days, I'm sure. Ron Johnson, Gophers legend, Hall of Famer. Check him out on the Ron Johnson Show. And make sure to subscribe to the Locked On Sports Minnesota channel because we're doing this every week. Daryl Thompson on X, at D Thompson MN. Huge surprise, special guest. Thanks so much for joining us and giving us your 68 cents here on today's game. And uh, for Kane, the two Gophers legends, Ron Johnson and Daryl Thompson, I'm Luke Inman. Michigan on deck next week, but until then, signing out. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.